This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. Let's go to George now in Temple City, California. Hi, George. What is exactly is the magisterium? Is it a book? Is it a governing body? Is it a bunch of papal documents? All right, you came to the right place. So the word magisterium comes from the Latin word magister, which is one of the words for teacher. And this term magisterium refers to the body of bishops in the church, which is all bishops who are in communion with the Bishop of Rome, who teach. They teach individually and they teach jointly. So they are the magisterium as a corporate body. I am not a member of the magisterium. Father McGillicuddy down at St. Miscellaneous Parish is not a member of the magisterium. To be a member of the magisterium, you have to be a bishop. So that's the magisterium, simply put. It's the teaching office of the Church. So whereas Scripture is the objective data of the Gospel that's in black and white, that objective data requires interpretation. Just like if you went into a restaurant and you saw something on the menu. Now, if you saw the word lasagna, you can easily interpret that because you know what lasagna looks like and what it tastes like, and that's probably what you're going to order because it's so good. But what if it was a term that was somewhat ambiguous? What if it said something like, you know, Italian pasta dish? Hmm. Well, that could be a lot of different things. You know, you're kind of narrowing it down to some category, but what exactly is that? You might even ask the waitress, what is that? What does this mean? Well, by way of analogy here, you can look at Scripture and see what it says, but it doesn't mean you'll necessarily arrive at the correct understanding of what it means, because it yields up different possible meanings. So the sacred tradition of the Church is one means of ascertaining this, because sacred tradition is the Church's, among other ways of describing it, is the Church's lived understanding of the meaning of what we read in the Bible. What did Jesus mean when he said, my flesh is real food, my blood is real drink. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you will not have life within you. What did he mean by that? Did he mean it literally? Did he mean it purely symbolically? Did he mean some third option or a fourth option? So this is where tradition, and we're talking here about apostolic tradition, sacred tradition, not tradition of human beings, like the bride wears white at a wedding or the liturgical color of the vestments. Those are human traditions. They can be good, they can be neutral, or they can even be bad. Sacred tradition is what St. Paul describes in 2 Thessalonians 2.15, where he says that we are, he urges us to stand firm and hold fast to the traditions that you receive from us, either by an oral statement or by a letter of ours. And in that passage, it's really clear that, that he is forbidding that the Bible is saying, don't go by the Bible alone. Sola Scriptura is not biblical. That's one of the passages that emphasizes that. So we need sacred tradition as an interpretive key so that we can say, what has the Church always and everywhere understood this to mean? What did Jesus mean when he said this all those years ago? So sacred tradition is that sort of unwritten, spoken, and also as it's acted upon in the form of, let's say, the Mass or baptizing babies, etc., that's the role of tradition. Now, the third component, we have Scripture, we have apostolic tradition. The third component is the magisterium, which gets to the heart of your question. The magisterium is that office of bishops that teaches with authority, as Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, go into the whole world, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. 
elsewhere in Luke ten sixteen, for example, he says to the apostles, he who listens to you, listens to me. He who rejects you, rejects me. So these are just two passages among many wherein Jesus grants these apostles, and by extension their successors, the authority to teach in his name and the authority uh, to teach knowing, as he promises, that they will be guided into all truth by the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I will send you the paraclete. He will guide you into all truth. So the understanding here is that the magisterium, as this explicatory body that explains exactly what the teaching is and safeguards it and transmits it faithfully from one generation to the next, that that is being accomplished under not the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, but under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And so the three components go together, Scripture and tradition in the Church. And one of the grievous errors of Protestantism is that it separates, pulls these apart, and it tries to make Scripture stand on its own. It tries to make Scripture uh, be self-sufficient, and it's not. It nowhere teaches that. Jesus didn't teach that. The apostles didn't teach that. The early church didn't believe that. That's a tradition of men that arose at the time of the Protestant Reformation, this idea, this notion of sola scriptura. It's false from top to bottom. So, as a Catholic, you recognize that the model of authority, as Scripture teaches us, is Scripture and tradition in the church. All three go together. That's its natural habitat. And that's how Scripture is protected and doesn't wind up becoming a Rubik's Cube, which unfortunately is what happens in the Protestant world, where everybody gets his own Bible and decides for himself what he thinks it means. And if he disagrees with what the pastor is saying about this, then he goes off and starts his own church. And that's obviously a gross oversimplification, but it's not really that um, different from the historical unfolding of the Protestant phenomenon. All due respect to Protestants, of course. I'm talking about the phenomenon here of Protestantism. So that's the role that the magisterium plays. It's the teaching office of the Church. So thanks for the call. I appreciate it. You can join me by listening to The Patrick Madrid Show on the Relevant Radio app, live each weekday at 8 to 11 a.m. And thanks for listening.